0: So here's the thing, I had a few weeks of, I would say about two months of depression and anxiety, and I wasn't able to create content the way that I wanted to create content, but we're back now. So hi, what's up? Welcome back to Not Allowed the Podcasts with a new Luke, that's Luke, spelled L-E-W-K, because I am cool, spelled K-E-W-L. We're going to stop. We're going to (laughs) stop. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. To not allow the podcast. So happy to have you here. Let's just motherfucking get into it, bitches. So I have a lot of raw sexual energy right now that needs to go somewhere. And um, I pretty much tired out my vibrator these past few days. And I also don't have anybody I'm talking to nobody that i'm attracted to nobody that i can even sext and i refuse to go on the dating apps okay i am done with the dating apps i know i always say this and i'm back and forth with it but for now right now i'm done with it and i just have this real need to not be on the dating apps for ego purposes And I'm on this organic kick. It's kind of like my for my like vaginal health. I want an organic date is kind of what I'm doing right now. I don't want to like electronic date because I am only electronically dating my vibrator and nobody else. And I am pretty satisfied electronically speaking. But I just kind of want to do an organic cleanse, like an organic diet of dick. Do you know what I mean? So um, a lot of this raw sexual energy has nowhere to go. And you don't understand. okay? like hungry me is a beast. Hangry me is a bigger beast. And then horny me is just fucking entertaining. And I'm pretty sure that's why God has made me single. Because I just need to create content for the world. And the price I pay is horniness. So you're welcome um, because I'm not coming. And um, I hope you enjoy this, whatever this is. My life has been quite interesting the past few weeks. um, And in general, I turned 28 a few days ago. um, And the moment I turned 28, something in my brain just flipped. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not even making this up. Something just flipped and I just suddenly became very angry with everything and very done with everything. Just automatically, I was annoyed and I was annoyed at like people in my life that I kept who I should have probably cut off quite a while ago. I was angry at myself for giving a fuck about what people thought about me. I was angry at Uh, People that would talk to me or like the people that I would let talk to me badly. And I was just kind of doing this like cleanse in my mind of people that I have around me, connections, things that I'm paying attention to, things that I shouldn't probably be paying attention to. And I sort of entered what is called the villain era where I basically just turned into this raging bitch, which in people-pleaser term is a normal person, (laughs) I decided to just not be a people-pleaser anymore. And I just decided to step into my honest, true self. And the thing is, a lot of people are very taken aback when somebody who's kind of constantly been a people-pleaser turns into, well, actually just revealed their true self and that's what's happening with me right now. And the people who are in my life are now I know are the solid ones. And the people that I have cut out of my life were probably, you know, the fat that needed to be discarded. So um, and it feels good, but it also feels very difficult because I've been a people pleaser for so long that it's difficult for me to just switch into this new identity of me just being me. And it's hard to kind of relook at dynamics, especially like in professional situations where you kind of have to be political and like kind of a people pleaser to just ensure your job (laughs) safety or like a good work environment. So that was a little bit tricky to navigate. And I'm not, you know, completely saying that being a people pleaser is a bad thing, but being too much of something is just not great and being too much of a people pleaser just kind of feels like a self-betrayal over and over again and you kind of tend to let people get away with a lot of fucking shit that you probably shouldn't let them get away with so that's new for me to navigate especially in the fact that like my communication style is now extremely direct and there's I don't sugarcoat anything I don't I'm not mean, but it can come across mean because for so long I've been someone who um, kind of takes the more balanced political approach. But I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of enjoying it because I feel very free and very liberated from the guilt that comes after you've betrayed yourself. Because what happens when you people please is you go home, you people please in the moment to survive And it is a survival tactic. It is because you feel unsafe and also in childhood you felt unsafe and you kind of adopted the style of making sure that the people around you were safe or felt safe so that you felt in control. And what happens with that is you just go home with this guilt of, man, I kind of sacrificed my happiness in order to make the other person happy just so that I felt safe and not necessarily satisfied. So I now, when I communicate clearly, when I say whatever I need to say, I'm uncomfortable only for a little bit and not for a long time. So then that makes it that much more easier to go to bed. And I don't kick myself too much about not having said what I wanted to say. I don't kick myself for like, you know, keeping these poisonous or sometimes just annoying people around in my life. So it feels good. It feels Really good. Let's catch up on my dating life, shall we? Hello, stranger who's listening to this episode who has no idea about me. Let me tell you about my dating life. I'm going to preface this right now. It is not very active. Okay, okay. I need to stop saying that because it's pretty active. I just like to play down my dating life because I just feel like I'm a failure because I'm not in a committed relationship. Let's pull at that thread at some point during this conversation, well, monologue. But yeah, I okay, I have been dating, but I have not been finding what I'm looking for, which is a relationship. So I am approaching dating in a new way. Like I said, I'm trying to do the organic cleanse of dating and organic dieting organic dating, dieting, organic dating. We don't diet. And um, I am, here's what I found with organic dating. Um, it's way more safer and it feels way more what I prefer right now than to online dating because it's Kind of less awkward. And I think I kind of prefer that because you get to understand the person's energy before it even gets into the romantic side. So here's what I mean when I say organic dating. So, organic dating compared to um, dating on apps is you meet people via friends or um, you meet people at like networking events, at work, um, parties randomly at bars or wherever and instead of meeting them through dating apps the good thing or the positive about meeting people organically is that you eliminate all of the bullshit beginning questions like you know you never have to ask somebody I mean you could but you kind of don't have to uh what are you looking for because that conversation doesn't come up till maybe a little bit later and also the you know bullshit stuff of trying to figure out the person on the basis of a few pictures and a few prompts and like I know that you know dating apps are still in a way a necessary evil in this society because we don't meet that many people organically however I think that's very subjective because when I started kind of going out and doing more things that I like so trying stand up going to friends as parties even though I really didn't want to or having people over even though I didn't really want to or just kind of putting myself out there by even asking people I know out on dates that I kind of want to probably pursue. And I say probably because I'm just kind of just dating to for the sake of dating and not dating with the end goal that I kind of did before. So anyway, organic dating that way, so this is what happened to me this past few months. I was organically dating and I enjoyed it. I went on two dates with two guys that I really enjoyed. And both were both are um, both are stories that I kind of OK. They're very random and I'm not trying to cringe at myself. I'm just very confused because I got along with both of them so well and they still didn't want what I wanted which was a relationship okay I'm totally (laughs) I'm totally contradicting myself just a moment ago I told you that I was dating for the sake of dating no I am 100% dating to be in a relationship okay here we go the jig is up the lie has been told and now I love the taste of my foot You guys, I'm trying to embrace this more and more, and I think my denial is coming out strongly, so let's just set the record straight once and for all. I am dating because I would like to be in a relationship. It's out there. It's okay. Keeping that in mind, I think what I thought was that if I organically date and not date online, that I was more likely to get the results of... You know, having ended it ending up in being in a relationship, and that that did not happen. <laughs> However, I do still prefer um, dating organically instead of online. So, these two dates that I went on, one was somebody I knew, and one was someone that I met at an open mic comedy thing. Starting with the guy that I went on a date with that I met at a uh, open mic night, comedy night. And it wasn't a date, first of all. Let me just clarify. It is, it wasn't intentionally a date. It was just somebody I met and we hung out and it ended up that we hooked up with each other, kind of. Well, that's a different story. I mean, I guess I could tell you the story. is like we did everything but have sex, essentially. So in a way, it's not a date, but we did kind of go out again the second time, which still wasn't a date, but this was someone I met organically that I did have an attraction to and that there was sexual stuff happening. So, uh, well, okay. So this story was, and I really, I mean, if any he's listening, it's fine. What's up? Hi, how are you doing? So this is my content. This is my safe space. You know, well, I'll just say what I want to say. Anyway, point is... <laughs> Um, I met this person. It wasn't supposed to be a date. It was just supposed to be a hangout. And he slid into my DMs. He did not follow me back on Instagram when I initially followed me when I followed him on Instagram when I met him. But that's okay. I won't hold it against this person. However, I do if you don't follow me back on Instagram when I follow you, I am offended because how rude. I think it's just personal etiquette to follow back. And then later on, you know, a few months down the line, unfollow. Just be nice. So anyway, this person, we hung out and it was a Monday night. It was really strange because I don't typically hang out with people on Mondays. And it was a Monday evening and it was kind of one of my more like blah days. I was having a blah day at work and I like I feel like I didn't really like the way I was looking that day. I just kind of felt like, ew, gross. I wasn't thinking. And I was at Starbucks after work working on my stuff. And I get a DM from this guy. And it was kind of clever how he slid into my DMs. I'm not going to lie. It was very attractive. He corrected like a spelling mistake on my Instagram somewhere, my like link in my bio. And that was really clever because I was flattered that he was stalking me. Because he was that intrigued, but also, you know, um, kind of bold move, <laughs> not going to lie, but it paid off. Well, that wasn't the intention. I wasn't thinking about that at all. I just remember thinking he was cute, my type, and funny, and, you know, he's talking to me. So he wanted to, like, just chill and talk about music. And as a musician, I hate talking about music. I It was, it, ugh. I don't talk about my subject. I don't like to like, I don't know, be that person who's like very, you know, super deep into their profession. For me, it's personal, but I digress. So we hung out. uh, Well, we didn't hang out. He comes over because I live alone and I'm not about to travel if people are willing to come to my house. Okay, it's just I didn't think like this was a hookup thing. I don't think he did either. He came over. We hung out and we got on like a house on fire, at least in my opinion. And I mean, I think for him too, but I really enjoyed us hanging out together. It was great because he made me laugh. And as someone who loves comedy and is hilarious herself, it is kind of, uh, I kind of like comedy is a huge or humor is a huge thing for me. And if a guy can't make me laugh, it's sort of a turnoff and, or if a guy just laughs on my joke and doesn't banter or doesn't like intellectually stimulate me in some way, I just, my libido goes out the window. <laughs> or i rather just have sex with them and then like never think about them again. So he was very funny, very smart, uh, good looking, and I had fun. And I think like towards like hanging out from like, I don't know, somewhere around 8 o'clock in the evening to... 12-ish, the chemistry was increasing, the alcohol was in the system, and one thing leads to another, and we're making out. And I was um something about it that I got in my head, because I was like, What the fuck is happening? On a Monday night. I have work tomorrow and I work at nine o'clock the next day. And I'm just kind of judging myself, but also really enjoying this person's company. I wasn't that drunk, I think. I I mean, I wasn't very drunk at all. And I was just tipsy. And when I'm tipsy, I'm kind of like lubricated and horny. Lubricated, mentally speaking. Um, And yeah. But it was awkward because I didn't expect it. And it was a Monday. And we were just... I don't think either of us expected it. So it was kind of we were both unprepared for it but it was fun and then we hung out another time we went to a, like a music festival together and it was really fun I, I mean we did this was not a date just fyi because he established that he wasn't looking for something and it was annoying because i think when you meet someone that you get along with and that you're attracted to and they don't want you know kind of what you want yes you can't do anything about it but it's also annoying because it's kind of a reminder That there's someone out there that you can get along with that you are attracted to and that you cannot kind of develop this whatever with or pursue it. And that's another thing. Like, I want to talk about that for a second. Closed off, guys, piss me off a lot because I think, you know, I understand that you might not want a relationship in your life right now for a magnitude of reasons. But I just feel like coming up with such a stance right off the gate just feels like you're not giving life a chance or an opportunity. Because this guy told me like the last girl he dated was like six years ago. And I, you know, I don't know his life. I don't know him. We just hung out like a couple times. So I really don't want to make assumptions. But at the same time, I just feel like, you approaching it with such a closed off mentality just kind of ruins it for me because I do know what I want, but I am open to other possibilities. So like I was in a friends with benefits. I still think I am in this. We've never had really had the conversation, not with this guy, with some other guy. I think we're in a friends with benefits. I think at this point, so we were in a friends with benefits. At this point, I think we're just on each other's roster for when each of us feels horny but we haven't like done it in a while <laughs> he's still I, I mean okay it's like a fuck buddy not a friends with benefits so anyway what I'm trying to say is that I just feel like you know I am open I never thought I would be or would have been in a fuck buddy situation I used to always think that if I fucked I needed to fall in love <laughs> And obviously that didn't happen with this other person and we're still in a, well, kind of a fuck buddy situation. And this guy who was so, you know, funny and great and all of that, when you come up with the, you know, I'm not kind of in that headspace right now, which by the way, we had this conversation of him not wanting to be in a relationship or really not like wanting that in his life right now before things got you know flirty and heated in chemistry so I kind of knew what I was going into and I obviously don't have feelings for this person it's just very annoying because I like him and I'm not like you know I love or I'm like crushing on him I like the person for the person and it just sucks because it's kind of like well fuck now we're never even gonna know if this was a possibility or if this could have been something because you're just closed off to the idea so I know that now in my life I'm kind of looking for guys that are a little bit more open to the opportunity and not closed off but hey to each his own we all have our trauma we all have our baggage so it's fine so yeah that was one guy we're gonna call him funny guy or comedy guy I don't know what to call him funny guy it's probably comedy guy let's call him comedy guy um so actually this was I was very proud of this because this was my first time as a budding comedian to like kind of hook up with a comedian and I know that that's like what happens in the industry so I feel like I've kind of had my rite of passage by like fucking funny and I I mean I definitely suspected that I was a chuckle fucker is that what they call it yeah they call it People who want to fuck comedians, chuckle fuckers. And I, if I wasn't pursuing it myself, I would 100% be a chuckle fucker. So um, kind of just broke my chuckle fucker virginity, which is really exciting. So that was one. And then the second organic date that I went on was, oh man, this is tough to talk about. I'm going to try my best to get through this one, okay? This is very, 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 very hard and very kind of... I'm trying not to cringe. So um, this is somebody's... This is a friend's family member, okay? Not parent, but we're just going to leave it at family member because I do not want to specify. So I went on a date with a friend's family member and um, I met him via said friend multiple times before and I thought the chemistry was off the fucking charts and he was he fed a lot of uh criteria that I was looking for and I also have this like weird twisted way of looking at guys I'm interested in because I start arrange marriaging myself wait hold on what was the word arrange marrying myself to these guys so I kind of like if they have like a family that I could fit well into or if I'm you know friends with their family members aka siblings that's all I'm gonna say we're just gonna move past that really quickly and um I just you know kind of want because I'm so close to my family and I love having and being a part of a family I kind of If I see a guy who's got the same values, like this person was very family oriented, very husband material, kind of like I could definitely see this person be like my husband in the future. So I went on a date with him and that like all of those things were starting to get triggered. Like I wanted to like have his babies and be married to him. And I've never really met a guy that I would ever consider husband material. But I think that happened because I met him through a friend and he's family members of that friend. So anyway, we went out. Well, it was very difficult. Okay, so I we were kind of in a texting relationship, this guy and me, and it was obviously initiated by me because I am slick like that. started with a Facebook and then it went, you know, where it needed to go. And um, we it was really fun conversations. There was show recommendations. There was music recommendations, you know, funny humor, banter, witty, all of the good stuff, all of the stuff that makes me extremely, extremely horny (laughs) and wants to marry this man. And anyway, so I didn't know if he saw me like how I was seeing him, which is with this romantic lens. And I decided to kind of give it a shot. And this was very, very difficult for me because up until that point, like I was crushing on him so hard, but I was keeping it to myself because, you know, I didn't want to ruin the relationship I had with my friend and I didn't want to kind of um, make it awkward or I was just afraid of what, you know, what were the consequences? So what I did is I just, you know, would dream about him and not do anything. And I had a conversation with my therapist about this and how, you know, as girls, we always wait for the guy to text us first, which was exactly what I was thinking. I, w- I mean, I was doing because I thought, OK, I think, you know, he's texting me. We're in this text flirtation ship So I thought If he wanted to ask me out, like, it would have happened by now. And we did hang out, like, individually. I mean, outside of the mutual connection we had, we did hang out once, but that wasn't a date. So, I mean, I thought it would have been, but he brought somebody else who was a guy, so it's fine. And I was just kind of like, okay, I don't know where this person's head's at. Um, And I kind of, I feel like I need to just communicate what my intentions are because I am definitely attracted to this person. So anyway, we were texting and my, oh, sorry, backtrack, my therapist. My therapist was like, you know, how uh, a lot of women or women in general don't think that they need to do much of the courting and always just wait for the guy to ask them out and how it's okay that a woman can also ask a guy out. Now, I just, I I don't want to talk about this right now because it's a whole whole topic about girls and guys and who asks out whom and who should initiate and, you know, the real realities of it versus the ideal, you know, equality or equal society that we're thinking about. So we're not going to talk about that right now. So what I did basically was I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to make my intentions clear. I'm going to ask him out. So I did. We were messaging, and I was like, "Oh hey, have you seen this movie? Would you like to go?" He was like, "Sure. Or he said, yes. And then I was like, just FYI, This is a date. Don't know if this is what you were thinking, but I would like this to be a date. And he replied. He replied with a sure. This is when I'm free, da da da. Um, So I just want to pause and really sink into this, sure word because guys, if there's any guy listening, I don't know if all girls feel this way, but when a girl puts herself out there, when anybody puts themselves out there, you don't respond with a sure. Okay. I, even if you're not that excited, even if that's not what you thought, whatever it was, um, just say, yeah, sounds good. Cool. Works something that isn't sure. So I hate the word sure one of my i hate the word sure i hate the word interesting i hate the word sure <laughs> just had to say it twice so anyway he said sure and i was like fuck i don't know now if i have kind of jumped the gun here because our text texting and everything was so you know sporadic and also it was new cuz i mean i don't think it was but i mean at the same time i guess you can you never know and i don't know if there's a timeline to this but i don't know so um I mean he says sure so probably you know he's open to it and we go so we go to an open mic stand up comedy thing and we you know have dinner after and I bring up the you know at this point we haven't spoken about the fact that this is a date (laughs) and so I'm like hey so I'm like what did you what did you think about me asking you out because you know I have to do like a review of my methods I don't know I was kind of just trying to gauge like what he was feeling because this guy is kind of introverted and shy he's very fun and very funny but not the most refined social skills and, um, not as, you know, (laughs) incredible as mine. So I kind of was like, so, um, you know, um, I don't know if this is what you expected, (laughs) but like, what did you think about me? Like asking you want to out on a date and, you know, we're just having like crepes at this place near the comedy store And he was like, "Um, well, to be honest, it took me completely by surprise and I didn't expect it at all because I never thought of us like that. And I was very surprised by this answer because to me, whatever we were texting was very flirty and kind of getting to know each other it wasn't flirty in the sexual sense to me it was flirty in the like we were bantering he was remembering things about me little things important things or even you know things about my family things about my life and I'm not used to having guys remember these things about me I I don't know if it's just because if you know of my track record with completely garbage men but it was really nice and I thought maybe he was interested because he was paying attention and also the fact that we texted continuously for like two weeks so the fact that he didn't see it coming I was like all right well that's weird and he just kind of was like you know basically he didn't see me as a, a date and he just kind of wanted to continue being friends and I thought okay well fair enough obviously this is just one date but I Definitely this was the first time ever for me where I noticed that like communication styles are so important and we definitely had different communication styles because for me what was flirty for him was friendly and I don't know what his flirty looks like I don't actually know you know if he's dated anyone I don't know him outside of our mutual connection so I guess I kind of did jump the gun but in my opinion I didn't maybe for him I did. So, and also, I don't know if jumping the gun is the right phrasing here, because I don't know if I would have done it later. Would it have been the same thing? I just kind of didn't postpone my pain in a way. I mean, it did hurt because it was, I mean, I kind of felt like I was misled or led on. However, what was really nice was after the date, I got home and he messaged me to check in And he apologized for the shore because I brought it up on the date. I was like, just like letting you know, like for future women and like for future reference. Don't use the word shore. Okay. It's not really nice. And he apologized for it, which was really nice. And he said that he didn't mean it in the way that I took it. He meant it because, well, he didn't even think about meaning the meaning behind the word. Because you know he's kind of normal and not okay. He's a boy. He's a Y chromosome. Okay, the Y chromosomes are defected, and we need to work with the Y chromosome. They're special needs. We need to work with them. So um, no judgment. So the fact that like you know, I mean, the fact that he checked in and apologized, and he said he was busy and in the middle of work, and he just didn't think. He said sure, and. He kind of was hoping, he checked in and wanted to know that everything was okay between us because he would still like to remain friends, which was refreshing for me because this meant that he genuinely did consider my friendship valuable and wanted a relationship with me, you know, in friendly terms. And he didn't want that to end, which was very nice. So he, you know, said that I hope everything's okay between us. It just, I never saw us like that and, you know, whatever. And I said, it's all good. I, you know, didn't really, I was obviously just like a little bit hurt for like a day because, you know, you just kind of start hoping and dreaming. And then when your hopes and dreams kind of get not crushed, but shattered. (laughs) Okay, well, that was a, a little bit too dramatic. What I mean is when they, they're not what you wanted it to be. It does like you just get taken out of the moment so that took me like a day and a half to process but after that I was fine because you know whatever what can you do and uh, we still text ish but now I know and I know there's a part of me like whenever he texts me my heart jumps because we started texting like two weeks after like so we kind of like didn't we stopped texting for like I guess a week or so after the date and then um, we texted recently and it was nice and he makes my heart jump every time he texts me I don't think that's gonna go away to be honest because my feelings have not got away it's just been almost it's been a few weeks now since the date so I think my feelings are still raw and they'll get over I'll get over it probably (laughs) He's just he's everything I really want, kind of. I mean I don't know him well enough, but okay, he is everything I want. It says me being super dramatic. But okay. Cause you know, I don't say guys are husband material a lot. So anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> um yeah, we kind of text ish and I part of my part of my mind just still thinks that like maybe he feels the same way. Because now that he knows that I like him, maybe he's rethinking, but I think this is just me like wishing, you know, what is it called? Wishful thinking. Because I think he knows. I mean, I know that he's doesn't see me that way. So at this point, I feel like because I've communicated, it's really up to him to make the you know, if he's changed his mind to communicate that with me. But however, like I said, Y chromosome. We got to work with it when, and, and I'm not in the mood right now for the white chromosomes. So yeah, um, that was basically my two organic dates and I kind of did enjoy both. And I will say that I, okay, although one was not a date or whatever, um, organically meeting guys felt nicer and it felt safer For me, because there was an actual chemistry that I was going off of and not necessarily a physical attraction in the beginning or like a texting situationship. Because I think one of the things I don't like about organic dating is the figuring out the person like I go, you know, on their social media and I stalk them and I hate that because I feel like what it does is gives me. Way too much information, not from the actual person, but from what they're what they've curated on their social media, which just feels unfair to both sides. Like they probably look at my social media and think I'm this hot, extremely sexual woman. And I am. It's true. But at the same time, I think context gets taken out. And, you know, also the fact that I don't really I I think another thing about dating apps is I know that guys are probably talking to other girls and I am not in the space in my life right now where I cannot compare myself to other girls. I know I'm great and I don't compare myself, you know, to an, to a large extent in every other aspect of my life. But when it comes to relationships, I am still in that raw place because I feel like I am unsuccessful in some way. And just to, you know, talk about this unsuccessful thing a little bit more. I don't think I'm unsuccessful in life. I just think that because I haven't ended up in a commitment, which is something I want, I think I'm unsuccessful. And there's many different reasons for it. Me blaming myself is, you know, probably not the best way to go, but that's how it is when you're single. It just sometimes you have nowhere else to direct both your horniness and your criticism. So you direct it at yourself. So yeah, I'm critically fucking myself, essentially. It's fun time. So the organic dicks were fun. I saw one. I wanted to see the other one, but I didn't. Here's where I am right now with whether I'm going to date anymore or not. What I did like about this organic lifestyle is that it, Naturally happened on the timeline that it was supposed to happen, and I'm a control freak, and I would rather let all of this happen naturally than on dating apps, which kind of give you the illusion of control. And I kept thinking that the more my the more I swipe, the more I meet people, and the more you know, I get quote unquote closer to finding the one. When I don't think that's true at all, I think that's just you know the capitalist way of Getting you to purchase these apps and catering again to the algorithm. And I know that we're all very much catering to the algorithm. I am definitely on my knees, letting the algorithm do whatever it wants. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Um, and I get it. But relationships for me, I think I just work better when it is meeting people and meeting people organically and just going from there and seeing what happens. I don't think one is better than the other. I just think one is what I prefer. It's by no means saying that people who meet on dating apps or people who are on dating apps right now aren't, you know, the doing it the right way or anything like that. I just feel like I just know now that I enjoy this and I am currently enjoying this. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it was fun. It was a good time. Right now, post the 28th birthday, When so I invited both um, organic guys to come to the party and um, both didn't show up. That's fine. Uh, And oh, gosh, I feel like I'm giving away too much information with this. Point is that um, they didn't come and neither did I. And it obviously I knew that I wasn't going to date anyone. I just kind of wanted the like sexual attention. There was sexual tension at the party, not with me, with two other friends of mine. So I guess that's good. My party was successful. But the point is, after that, I just sort of, I'm not looking and I'm not, I'm kind of fatigued because it's exhausting to be hopeful about something or attracted or excited. And then it just kind of leads nowhere and it kind of it leaves you with this kind of like a little bit of an empty how many times do I say kind of it leaves you with this uh emptiness almost or it reminds you of this you know feeling of wanting something and not having it so I guess an emptiness and it just it bites and I don't kind of I don't want to feel that anymore because I think I felt it a lot of times in my life not to be dramatic, but I have and um yeah so what I'm trying to do now is just take a back seat and crush on people from a distance because like I said <laughs> there's a lot of raw sexual energy that has nowhere to go right now and so the raw sexual energy is just being randomly put on guys around me that I crush on but I don't actually pursue so when I say crush on here's something about me I need to have a crush on someone at all times it's like I just need to drink a glass of water you know it's a need of my body because it just keeps my life exciting it gives a little bit more meaning to the songs it creatively inspires me because you know it's just so much of energy that like is fun and it's cute and it's nice and like I love flirting with guys. I love flirting. I love to just be flirty and cheeky and banter and now what I'm doing is just leaving it at that and not necessarily imagining guys to be my future because I tend to do that too. So right now I'm just kind of laying back, laying low, um flirting, keeping my eye on the prize, which is my career. And I, well, you know, content too, and making things that I love, because I think that's, can that's equally fulfilling. I don't even think, I know that's equally fulfilling when you're single and when you don't really have uh, somebody to kind of share a life with, I guess. And I don't think we talk about that enough, that, you know, when you're single, you have a lot of freedom And I know that people in relationships could be envious of this freedom, but as someone who is single, the freedom can get boring too. So I think it's just like a different set of problems. And what I'm trying to do is enjoy my set of problems while I have them and enjoy my freedom and the possibility of anything. And also creating and, you know, having my own timeline, having my own schedule, not worrying about what someone else thinks or what someone else wants. And I think that's like a good set of problems to have because I know that when I, you know, how much ever I want a relationship, the moment I get into it, I'm going to find problems and I'm going to be like, well, maybe I, maybe I don't want this. Maybe, maybe I want it to be single again. And knowing myself, that's probably going to happen. So here we are, 28 with the new avatar on the podcast and of myself I uh, did it myself I hope you guys like the new artwork situation and also I hope you didn't miss me too much and I am sorry if you were waiting for an episode and um you didn't get one for me but just know that I was not in the right headspace to give you my best work and now I am so here we are 28 and ready to organically date I just had to rhyme there we have a new website, go check it out. There's a ton of stuff coming up, the a ton of stuff in the works. Go follow my Instagram at its journey for some new content coming up and also out. And go follow the podcast Instagram at not Allowed, the podcast for more fun stuff. So go check all of that out. It's for you. It's I have a blog now where I will occasionally write Just because I feel like I also want to write stuff. So there you go. And yeah, I will see you guys in my next episode. I appreciate you so much for being here. You don't even understand how much. Um, And I hope you have a lovely rest of your week slash weekend. And I'll see you guys on my next episode. Till then, keep your vibrators charged and your men organic. All right. Bye, guys.